This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. Happy holiday weekend. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. It's time for another smoking hot edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. You got Mike North and Carmen DeFalco for the next hour here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. It is rivalry weekend in college football. It is week 12 in the NFL, three games already in the books, including the Bears mm. and the Lions. So there is so much to talk about, and I'm sort of glad that we don't have to really talk and preview a Bears game for the weekend since it's already in the rearview, Mike, and we can focus on some of the other great action in Week 12 because we got a lot of good games to talk about today, my friend. Yeah, Carmen, it's good. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving, including you and Randy and everybody. But I got to tell you, I mean, I was embarrassed to be a Bear fan yesterday, and I am a Bear fan since I was uh, six years old. Embarrassed uh, by the way that they played. Um, The whole thing where they dance and have club dub open, uh, you know, I just got out of last place in the media pool. I didn't throw a party, okay? Right. right. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I, I think there's a different message that has to be sent by the new coach and hopefully the new general manager. I decided uh, it's not about the quarterback. Justin Fields, I said, wouldn't have a chance. He'd get hurt during the season. He doesn't know how to audible down yet. There's a lot that he has to learn, and the Bears were going to put him in a bad spot, and they have. Now they got another guy, and I, you know what? He, he passes for a lot of yards. But we only scored. We barely beat Ugh. the Detroit Lions. I Give know. me a break. I know. Montgomery doesn't run yesterday. I mean, he can't wait to find a hole with the most tacklers. I mean, you know, try try some outside running. So, uh, I think George McCaskey is like. Uh, Michael was, and if I interviewed him, I'd interview him the same way as I did Michael. What you did, okay, was basically say you wanted to go with the unproven guy over a guy that was paid $10 million to come in here. And you had the feeling I had that Nagy wanted Dalton for the safety. Okay, and you finally had enough of that and said, let's see what you can do with the new guy, which is a new a disservice to Justin Fields. We need an offensive lineman. We need a stud receiver. We need a defensive lineman. We need a linebacker. We need two corners. We quarterback is not the biggest issue, folks. I've seen Super Bowl teams with Brad Johnson and Jeff Hostetler at quarterback. So we we can win with quarterbacks that that don't have to be great. But what we need is a football team around them and and, and leadership, which we don't have. Still a long way to go. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, The Bears are going to be about a touchdown underdog on the look-ahead line for next Sunday's game. Imagine if they would have lost yesterday. Oh, my God, I know. I think he's fired. I don't care what anybody says. I've known Mark Kunkel. I know his writing for years. I've known Mark since he was a kid as far as his writing goes. He's a Pulitzer Prize. He's a good reporter, yeah. Yeah, it didn't come out of nowhere. Where a, a non-sports guy weird. did it. Yeah. He would have been gone today. I'm telling you. But what happened is Kunkel broke the story. The Bears, to go down and explain to the team, means it was a true story. Hmm. Otherwise, you're supposed to be an adult enough to not... If I answered every false rumor about myself over my 30-year career, 
I wouldn't have to. My 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 fingers would be sore from dialing the phone. <laughs> Come I don't, on. I don't know why they just don't go through with it if that was their plan. But who right. the hell knows? Who exactly. knows with this team? So exactly. Bears barely get out of there with yep. the win. The line did go down to two in some spots. If you had it early in the week, you were a loser. If you got it late, uh, maybe you pushed it. But you got one and a half in some spots. Wow. I heard and well, three and go. a half. It was a classic middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good point. You had a real yeah. good chance to middle it. That's true. Um, so I'll toot our horn for a second. Uh, last huh. week, Mike and I four and one. Another winning week. The only reason we didn't go five and zero oh is because the the Jags didn't their uh, didn't do their part in the over in that game that you had, Mike. But I mean, a four and one weekend combined. Like it was, it, we're giving out winners here left it and right. It sounds like I'm lying when I'm actually tweeting it. I mean, no. Carmen is having the year I had last year, yeah. folks. Twenty and six. The guy goes to the plate. Thinks he's going to hit a double, triple, or home run. I'm happy to get the banjo hit now, the blooper. I'm 23, 22, and 2. Carmen is 20 and 6, folks. Listen to that. That's a great run. And then you got Randy. He finally had a loser. He's 8 and 4. You don't tune into this radio station. Don't cry about inflation or anything else because if you went with the. And you know what? We were actually not in the best of moods last week because we lost. Right, I know. I mean, we before. lost, and we don't like that, so we're back. We're back, baby. We'll give you yep. best plays uh, before we're out of here a little bit later on. You'll get the encore replay of the show, uh, of course, uh, on Saturday morning, tomorrow morning. But if you ever miss anything, just go to that ESPN Chicago app. Make sure you download that, and you can always catch up on the app. Are and we get on all at 6? We are on at 6, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 6 o'clock, and... Uh, we're off and running, folks, uh, on the odds couple for this holiday weekend. We'll get to some of the college games. There are plenty of big ones. I want to jump into Week 12 a little bit here with Mike. Uh, all three road teams win yesterday. The one that was a little bit more surprising to me was uh, the Raiders going into Big D and winning. Mm-hmm. Too many injuries right now for the Saints, and you kind of had a feeling that Buffalo would bounce back in that game. But let's mm-hmm. move on to Sunday. Okay. Uh, let's jump in with Bucks and Colts, which I think uh, could be one of the, for uh, you know a non-conference game, mm-hmm. I think is an interesting game. The Colts are at home at about a three-point underdog 51 and a half is the total uh i will say that indy is now after last weekend another game against a winning team and another over indy is 11 and 1 to the over in its last 12 matchups against teams with winning records both these offenses are humming right now they do it in different ways but since week four these two teams are first and second in the nfl in epa per play the bucks are second in epa per drop back the colts are fifth they're both top six in the NFL in points per drive. I think we're going to see some fireworks in Indy this weekend, Mike, between the Bucks and the Colts. I agree, Carl, but here's what I – this is a stay-away game for me, but I will give you a, a stat that I think uh, should stick out. This year on the road, Brady is 0-5 against the spread. 0-5, that's right. And uh, you got him at uh, Tampa Bay minus three against Indy. Now, is Carson Wentz going to play a solid game? If he plays a solid game, they're going to win. Right now, the Carson Wentz-Jonathan Taylor duel Mm. is looking as good as any in football. Wentz is sort of justifying the money that he was making and overcoming the stigma of Philadelphia. That being said, stay away from me. Tampa Bay minus three could land on the number, but keep in mind, once again, Carmen likes those trends, so do I. The current trend is that they can't cover on the road, uh, and they're giving away three to Indianapolis at home. Mike's right. So I would probably, if I had to lean, lean Indy. I think you probably are right on that, and I'm mm-hmm. going to lean towards the over, I think, too. I'll just probably ride that trend and think that both these offenses are going to continue to put up points. I, I don't think that the Colts have the secondary to hang with Tom Brady in some of their weapons. I think that could be a problem. 
Uh, Tampa for the Bay Colts have the this defense week. to stay with Jonathan that, Taylor? That's a great question. I mean, they you know? have, and if Vita Vea is back in the lineup and playing, remember he missed last week. Who? Uh, they're, they're big run stuffer on the defensive line for Tampa. Oh. They, are, they are a terrific run defense, and if Vita Vea is in there healthy and he's playing, it makes a difference. What Jonathan Taylor is doing right now is simply sensational. I, I, and he's, yep. he's down to like 16 to 1 in some spots for MVP all There's of a sudden. There's some that think he should be MVP. I know that you got Wentz there, though. Maybe you split the vote a little bit. What happens if they end up making the playoffs? Did they make it because of Jonathan Taylor? Absolutely. Did they make it because of Carson Wentz? Absolutely. And that defense, and maybe the coach of the year in Frank Reich. Yeah. It's so hard for these running backs to win that award these oh, days. Oh, come on. Mike and I tell every year when we're previewing the NFL and we go through odds and futures bets, we tell you the last running back to win the award was uh, Adrian Peterson in 2012. Uh, last year. Who I got did, waved the other day. That's how did. great this guy was. He was still playing a little bit. I know. Last year, Derrick Henry had about as good of a year as yep. a running back can have. Yep. He didn't get a single first place vote. Because it's a quarterback it's, deal. That's it, Mike. But is this time one of those deals where, look at Prescott. They lose that game last night, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the quarterbacks. They're not really standing out. One week it's uh, at Josh Allen. The next week it's Herbert. Jonathan Taylor. Let's say he has another three-touchdown day against Tampa. Yeah. Now what? You've had eight I, touchdowns in two weeks? I, I, and against and, and you'd and have against done a it good team. against the Bills in the box. I mean, it's like yeah. you're right. you got to at some point you start gotta to take notice. you got to look at them yeah. because there's nobody really standing out. Russell Wilson ain't going to do nothing. Baker Mayfield's not doing anything. Aaron Rodgers. Right. Isn't going to do anything. I, this is the year where a running back that sticks out and scores – touchdowns like Peyton or Sayers you might be right about might that. get the job done with that kind of odds. We'll probably talk to Luke about that. Yeah, we could talk to Luke about that coming up. Uh, Titans, Patriots in New mm-hmm. England. How about the Pats are now 5-0 and straight up and against the number in their last five, Mike? They've got extra time to prepare for this one after playing on Thursday Night Football in Week 11, and the Titans are coming off probably the stinker of the week last week when they lost as a favorite outright to the Houston Texans. Patriots laying a pretty big number here, and I, I think had, you know, this is definitely a little bit more inflated than the look ahead, and I think a lot of it is the reaction to the Titans losing last week, but six and a half, seven is a pretty big number for the Patriots to be laying against a somewhat quality opponent in Tennessee. And you ask yourself, okay, a Belichick, he's got to try to bounce back this year. He looks like the great coach he was always with a new deal, got his system put in, a bunch of no-names again with him. Mac Jones is your rookie of the year so far. Yep. Uh, but really, I mean, before the season, would Tennessee have been getting seven? No. I no mean, way. And the look at it was, I think, it wasn't even close to that. No. Yeah, you're right. So, so to me, the odds makers are seeing a team on a winning streak with New England, and they're seeing Tennessee, who struggled yeah. of recent vintage. So I think it's uh, – I would never even lean either side on this game because of the number. Yep. I think I think the Tennessee number is, is too high. But it wouldn't surprise me if New England wins thirty to ten, or if they win thirty to twenty-three. I think you're right. That's what scares me about this game too. And yeah, I think there are some, some distinct matchup advantages for that New England defense against a really beat-up Tennessee offense. But I don't like the line one bit. I'm with you. Nope. All right, we're going to talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy coming up next. <laughs> you get to talk this week. <laughs> that's like Mike said. Let's ask him about Jonathan Taylor Absolutely. And, and you know what the the market looks like there right now and what's hot on Prop Swap. Jim Miller's going to have ponies for the holiday weekend a little bit later on. Hot. And Mike and he is. He always. Is. 
is. And Mike right. and I are going to give you best plays before we're out of here. So still a lot of NFL games to talk about. We'll jump into some of the big college games. Rivalry weekend is always great. You've got, of course, Ohio State and Michigan. You've got the Apple Cup tonight. We've got Bedlam, the Civil War. It's all happening this weekend. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple, everyone, on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We are presented, as always, by PropSwap. You got Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you. Each and every Friday, you can always download the ESPN Chicago app and catch up if you miss anything. Encore replay will hit the airwaves Saturday morning at 8. Uh, let's bring in one of our favorite guests who joins us each and every week to talk about the futures markets and what's hot at PropSwap. He's one of the founding members. Make sure you have that app on your phone. Speaking of apps, the PropSwap app, he is the one and only Luke Pergandy. Oh, did you have more than one helping? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's up, up boy? Luke? What's how up, Luke? Buddy? Good. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. You, how, was, uh, how was your turkey day? Was it good? It was good, yeah. We had a smoked turkey for the first time. That was, Love that was it. good. Love it. It's so good. It's a good way to do it. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy belated birthday as well. Your birthday yeah. was earlier in the week. We got Thank three you. NFL games in the book. We got a bunch more this weekend and some great college stuff. But, um, you know, Mike and I were just talking about that Bucks colts game. I think that's one of the more interesting. I'm glad the Bears are done. I'm going to try to watch a big portion of Bucks and Colts on Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. But we were talking about Jonathan Taylor. I mean, his odds have, have plummeted all the way down to about 16, 20 to 1 for MVP. It's almost impossible for running backs to win that award, Luke. But could this be the guy that, that does it for the first time in about a decade? Yeah, he's got a shot. I mean, to me, so they, they have the MVP, and then they had the AP Offensive Player of the Year, mm-hmm. which seems to me that's basically like the MVP goes to quarterbacks and the Offensive Player of the Year goes to skill positions, right. receivers or running backs. Uh, Cooper Cup is 2-1 to one to win the Offensive Player of the Year. Jonathan Taylor is 4-1. to one. Um, So to me, if I was playing that, it's just it's such an uphill battle to – to have a running back win MVP when Brady's having a great year, Josh mm-hmm. Allen's having an awesome year. He obviously blew the doors off of the Saints on Thanksgiving. Um, I, I would play John, JT to win Offensive Player of the Year. It's, to me, it's going to be him or Cooper Cup if both of them don't get hurt. Um, but yeah, he was he was twenty five to one to win that award with Jonathan Taylor. He's now down to two to one. Are you noticing anything in the college football playoff uh, tickets? A lot of Cincinnati people putting Cincinnati up for sale. Did anybody have Cincinnati at the beginning of the year? Are people getting rid of Alabama maybe or trying to sell them because there's an outside chance they could lose to Georgia and not get in with two losses? What's going on at PropSwap with the college game, Luke? Yeah, no, definitely selling Cincinnati tickets. They're still about 20 to 1, I believe. Is Cincinnati to win the national championship? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bama got as high once they had that loss. Uh, they got as high as about seven to one. They're back down to, to really low single digits, around three to one, as Alabama. Um, and then Ohio State has kind of stayed single digits as well. Um, they're about five to one. But yeah, until I, I, you know, Cincinnati would be a double digit underdog to both Alabama or Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just it's difficult to get some value, but we're certainly selling some for sure. You, but wouldn't you know, Notre 80- Dame? 
be a double digit underdog to these teams, win some of Probably. these other teams. Be so, I mean, the, the fact that people bring that up, and, and Cincinnati, I, you know, I, I guess people don't watch upsets week by week. And I'm not saying that Cincinnati could upset anybody, uh, but believe me, folks, we've been watching the playoffs for what? The last four or five years? Most of them have been double-digit underdogs no matter what teams were playing Alabama mm -hmm. at the time or somebody well, else, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, you know, and, and we haven't talked about Georgia. I think Georgia would probably be a 15-point favorite to Cincinnati, but you're right, Mike. Right. I mean, it, it just takes one game. Um, yeah, I mean, Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. You might, you, might you might be better off at this point, guys, like, you know, not this weekend, obviously, but if they make it in, yeah, you might be better off just money line parlaying them, wouldn't you, Luke? Well, if your money line parlay you, go with a big, big favorite is not the greatest. Well, thing no, but I'm saying with Cincinnati, Mike. I'm saying, oh with yeah, you know oh absolutely. I mean? like, you're probably absolutely. better off just going instead of buying one of those tickets if you did it like because they'd be hey. considerable underdogs in both games, right? After or, I yeah. saw Villanova beat Georgetown with my own eyes and Buster Douglas beat Tyson, I never count anybody out of anything. Period. Yeah, I know, mm -hmm. but that might yeah, be the no, play, I, Luke. No, right? Like, they, yeah, they'd be they'd be like a plus three hundred money line, right. and then. If they get to the national championship, another plus two hundred money line. If they play Georgia, Alabama, yeah. Ohio State. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, I I agree. Just roll over a money line parlay. Good you know, point. once in the in the semis, and then again in the national championship, you'd be getting you know nine to one in your money. Any before we let you go, Luke, is uh, you know there's still it's weird. I mean, it's Thanksgiving weekend here, and it feels like there's still a long way to go in the NFL season. I mean, you know, you're talking yep. six or seven games left yeah. still in the regular season. Um, are, are we seeing like is there is there opportunity though for some value buying here? Like you know, now that the Chiefs are getting, we talked about the Chiefs last week. They win again. They're getting a little bit better. Their their odds are going down. They were much higher a few weeks ago when the Colts were zero and three. I can't imagine what their odds were for yeah, the AFC. Colts, they were right? They were one hundred one. Yeah. yeah so Colts like, is, are, are, are there is there some value now and some tickets that you guys are seeing up at PropSwap where you could jump in and get a team that was not. Um, you know, there's a team that didn't look as good maybe four or five weeks ago. Yeah, they were. Yeah, so the Colts are the, the biggest mover in the NFL. Uh, they were 100 to one. They're now 25 to one after going into Buffalo and hanging 40 uh, on Buffalo. And then the Arizona Cardinals were 50 to one. They're now 10 to one. Uh, we can't keep our Cardinals or Los Angeles Rams taken on the shelf. Mm. How about uh, the 49ers? Just, Ooh, 49ers. How yeah, about the 49ers? Yeah, 49ers They're hot. Yeah, 49ers are red hot. Had an amazing November. Started out, um, you know, I think they started out one and three. Um, so yeah, they they have came a long way. They were eighty to one. You could you could still find them at forty to one. It's just such a tough division. You know, it's just you yeah, got Arizona, you've got LA, yep. you got Seattle. Who you know, even though they lost last week, like they it seems that they can beat teams still. Yep. They're they're clearly the worst team in that division are the Seattle Seahawks, but. Um, yeah, it's just it's just difficult to get out of that division unscathed. It's clearly the best division of football, the NFC yeah. West. Yep. All right, Luke, have a great uh, rest of the long holiday weekend, buddy. We appreciate the time as always, and we'll talk next Friday. Okay. Sounds good, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Right, Thanks, Mike. You, Thanks, you, Charm. You too, buddy. Oh, God. Happy Love that guy. Love Luke Pergandy. Uh, great dude. Oh, At Luke Pergandy on Twitter. And make sure you download the PropSwap app or go to PropSwap.com. Look out for the 49ers. Speaking of the Niners, let's jump into that game. Right. Vikings-Niners, I think, is a good Ooh. one. 49ers are laying about a field goal at home. Total is 49 in that game. The number that – the trend that jumps off the page here – 
uh, is Kyle Shanahan as a favorite and just how much they've struggled in this spot. I don't know if they just don't have much of a home field advantage anymore in Santa no. Clara, Mike. I don't know what it is, but at home. You could live there and not have a home field advantage. You might be right. At home under Kyle Shanahan, the San Francisco 49ers as a home favorite are 3-17-1 against the number. It's just, it's almost beyond belief. 3-17-1, but they're playing good football right now, Mike. As far as the heat beating you down in that stadium without a, a cover, number one, uh, and, and and basically the stadium is as close to San Francisco as I am out here in Huntley ah, to that, Chicago. That's true. I mean, come, jump in. Let's take a 40-mile ride. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Their, their home field was so good at the old stadium, back there on the bay and stuff like that. That being said, Jimmy Garoppolo's playing pretty good football. They seem to get their identity back when he plays. I don't want to see Trey Lance. If you, you know, there's people out there when they got off to the bad start that actually wanted him. You know what I'm saying? And he's oh, not yeah, ready. Sure. So I think I'd lean San Francisco. I would lean. See, I think Minnesota's got some issues, no matter how good they've looked. They're a weird team, man. Yeah. And I, like, I appreciate that Mike's in a road thing, too. I, I know. I appreciate that he's finally talking about being more aggressive offensively. I think he, right. he saw the writing on the wall. I mean, he was his job was probably on the line early in the season with some of their struggles. And I, and I like the fact that they've been a little bit more... Uh, aggressive. That the, I think that approach is playing off. The Vikings are second in the NFL in yeah. EPA per play the last two weeks. You're they going to up, the West Coast here. Yeah, you are. You're traveling out. Um, and San Francisco's starting to find their sea legs. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You know, I, I don't it, know. I would lean San Francisco, but you know what? This is the NFL. I mean, come on. I had Yesterday, I, 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 I go 0-2 in the Bear game, yeah. and I jump back with the over in the Dallas oh, game. Oh, nice. Good hit. And you know what I got to hear today? My guys, Keyshawn and all them guys, talking about how Dallas should have run the ball more. No, they gave up 500 yards on defense. Yeah, I mean, really. You have enough points to win. You had this at home. You certainly had enough points to win. Yeah, Pollard's 3.6 on 12 carries. What, are you going to keep force-feeding him the ball? You went into overtime, you could have won that game, and Dak did good. You can't give up 500 yards. You can't. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Absolutely right. Yep. All right, we got more games to talk about, including some of the big college rivalry games. Mike and I will jump into that next. We'll give you best plays before we're out, and don't forget Jim Miller's going to have ponies. Jimmy! Lots to talk about, folks, uh, getting ready for this big holiday weekend and all the great action. We'll jump into Ohio State, Michigan when we come back next. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Welcome back inside of The Odds Couple, everybody. With Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We're presented by PropSwap. Randy Merkin on the other side of the glass. He did a great job filling in yesterday for Fred Hubner doing uh, Bears postgame after that awfulness that we had to endure on Thanksgiving Day. But I want to remind everybody, buy Randy's book. It is available now. Go to the website, BehindTheGlassTheBook.com. Randy's literally behind the glass right now. Well, you know what? BehindTheGlassTheBook.com. The great Les Grafsing will tell you I was the one that coined the phrase on the other side of the glass back in 92. Yeah? Well, that's what they say, but I don't know. It's a myth, you know? (laughs) You know, a lot of things are mythical. Yeah, Yeah, it's an urban myth. Uh, But I will tell you this. uh, I... BB ordered three copies. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. I had 60 bucks on my dresser. It's gone. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to happen. 
But you know what? God bless him. You got to get. Now I was going to order. I was going to buy all thousand because he wants to break. We got to break the record. Got to break the record. Now how much? You know what? I did write a book. I'm still waiting for the residuals. I think I made three bucks on it, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Back in the day, but things have changed, Grandy. I know you. You'll keep on top of the residuals, will you not? Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Now how we, much you make off the book? Ten, fifteen percent. I'm not going to say. I, I, you, you know, I don't have to keep that yeah, all private. It's, it's, yeah, it's, sure. it's, con- it's confusing. We'll discuss Nagy's. Uh, 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 we'll discuss Nagy's pay per year, but it, we can't discuss the residual. It's really book. confusing, to be honest I, with you. Yeah. Is it really? Well, yeah. yeah, it really is. Yeah. And, and it's meant to be, I think. Why? They can't just give you a percentage? You think well, it'd be I'll, easy? I'll, this, is, this is the odds couple. You know, we don't all need right, to go. All, all right. right. So. Do, we, do we know how many books we've sold, Merck? Is it, oh, we're come over on. The odds couple. Oh, oh, come on. Over 200. Yes. Let's go, people. So we're a fifth of the way there. All right. Yes, let's go. Behind the glass. Try to help the guy, and he ends up pimp slapping you. Ah, come on. This guy. I love uh, all right, let's jump into some of the college games. It's rivalry weekend, Mike. So many of these mm-hmm. big rivalry games, too, have been dominated by one school in recent vintage. Yes. We'll start with Ohio State-Michigan, and this is one such a scenario. here. This is the case, certainly, in this rivalry. The Buckeyes have won eight straight in the rivalry. Ohio State is 17-3 and three straight up against Michigan since 2000. I mean, it's Bears-Packers-esque. Yeah. It has been very one-sided. Can Harbaugh and Michigan at home finally break through? Can they cover the eight? No. It's an intriguing game. I wouldn't touch the game. It's an 11 o'clock game. It is. It is. Number one, which means usually what's going to happen does happen. And Ohio State, to me, see, now they got a freshman quarterback that's just lighting everybody up because it's Ohio State. I think it's tougher for the pro scouts to evaluate a quarterback from Ohio State, Alabama, and a couple other big programs because they have the elitist of elite athletes. I think it's a step down for these guys once they go to a pro team that doesn't have the elite athletes. So I'd rather get a guy like Eli Manning, for instance, at Ole Miss, Carm, when he went to Ole Miss, all of a sudden they started winning. Yeah. So you knew it was him, you know, or, or some right. other uh, players that play for lesser universities, Jay Cutler at Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. You knew it was him. But I'll tell you, this freshman kid, yeah. they got wide-open receivers, like I always say about Al-State. I don't see Michigan. I just don't. This kid's poised. He knows what he's got. They haven't skipped a beat. Oh, there's only one team in the Big Ten. There used to be two, and that's Ohio State. I know. I, I kind of think you're right, Mike. I, I wouldn't I just, touch I, the game. I, I wouldn't either. I, I'm not playing And it. I'll I, root for Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's struggled in this spot so bad. Jim Harbaugh is just three and nine straight up against Michigan State and Ohio State as the coach of the Wolverines. He's just eleven and seventeen versus the top twenty-five since arriving. He, he's in Ann never Arbor. beaten Ohio State, has he? No. He's not zero yeah. and five. Yeah, he's and not I mean, John him. Cooper. I remember he couldn't beat Michigan. He right. got launched. And he got launched after a while. And and if you can't beat him, yep. you know what? You don't join him. You get launched. That's and true. Then you never coach again, for God's sake. So you know, Jimmy's got a crossroads game here. They blew the game against Michigan State. We've talked about it. Yeah. I love Jim Harbaugh, but you know what? It's just this is Ohio State that needs to put up some style. I, I don't right want to. I'm. I don't want to tangle with Ohio State. No. You're right. They're number no. one in the country, folks. Number one in the entire country in offensive efficiency, in yards per drive, in points per drive, and in first down rate. And they're third in all line yards. It's unreal. And Ryan Day, I would say this: people that want him to be the Bears coach. You know what? Maybe offensive coordinator. I don't know, but I'll tell you this. He would get killed here with the with the talent we have on the Bears. 
He would, no matter if he's got Justin or not. It is against other teams. It's a different ball game. I know what you mean because, like, he's got the best athletes. I mean, he does. He's got the best athletes going outside of Alabama, and they're struggling a little bit with their defense. Yeah, I mean, like, he's certainly getting the best athletes that out of any Big Ten school. I mean, and so it it does matter. It does. Um, Another one of these rivalries that has been very one sided, and I know Merck's happy about this. Paul Bunyan's axe on the line. It's Wisconsin at Minnesota. The Gophers at home catching seven. Totals only 39. Not a shock when you consider the defenses, especially Wisconsin's, despite what happened uh, against Nebraska last week. I've been on the Gophers each of the last two weeks. They have cashed both times, once as a favorite, once as an underdog. But P.J. Flex, one and four versus Mm -hmm. Wisconsin. The Badgers have won the axe 16 of the last 17 seasons. They have dominated this rivalry. And they dominate enough that they win by over seven. I don't know that the Gophers are going to be able to stop. This isn't a bad football team, right? It's not, but I don't know that the Gophers are going to be able to stop Braylon Allen. He looks incredible. It's just another in the long line of great Wisconsin running backs. And Jimmy Leonard's going to be, you know, down the line. I don't know. They've come back. Wisconsin been phenomenal the last three, four, five weeks. I mean, nobody saw this coming. Um, I would lean with the points, though. I would lean with the points. I know the history. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean they can't win by three or four. Right. I didn't get. A, I almost had a strong enough read to take Minnesota, but I didn't. I think partially because of the the loss that they've had and the, and uh, the recent struggles. My, yeah, my, my lean would be towards the Gophers and the points here too. Nebraska yeah. was able to put a big number up on the Badgers last week, yep. but they moved it through the air. They have a big receiving core, and I think that was the advantage that they had, especially that tight end they have in Nebraska. By the way, you know ne- Nebraska is three and eight in their favorite over Iowa today. How about that? Three oh. and eight in their favorite over Iowa. You know what? I don't know why I, I love Scott Frost. I always did. Boy, I love him as a player. He's really struggling, though, man. Uh, he is. I think, you know what, I think you give him one more shot. They've lost some tough games this year. He had some injuries. He changed you his coaching staff shot. a little. Yeah. No, well, they ruined yeah. everything when they got rid of Pelini. I mean, you know, he won nine games. It wasn't good enough. Right. Other Smolich, they go other places. They win, you know? Yeah, Smolich so, went to Ohio and won a little bit, didn't he? That's exactly right. He had, went and he won championships there. Um, here's uh, here's a rivalry that's been a little bit more a little bit more balanced, and it's the Iron Bowl. It's Bama and it's Auburn. Um, the home team in the series has won each of the last four and covered in each of the last four. So, like I said, a little bit more balanced, but a lot of the luster or gusto was sort of taken out of this game with Auburn's three game losing streak. I mean, it's just taken a lot out of this. Bo Nix is out, it. broke his ankle. Um, I guess the Tigers are just all that's left is to play spoiler in a big yeah. state rivalry against Alabama, right, Mike? I hate the SEC. I hate the fact that they play one less conference game than other conferences. Mm. I hate the fact that they uh, basically uh, scheduled Notre Dame college prep during the middle of the season in November. You know, uh, you know, we not just them, a lot of SEC teams. It just makes me ill. That being said, I know you know. Alabama is going to be given the benefit of the doubt. I just hope they don't get in if they have two losses, even if the uh, yeah. loss is close to Georgia. I think that would be tragic for the playoff system. And who that. are you going to keep out? Oklahoma State. I won with Oklahoma State last week. Let me tell you something, folks. That guy can coach. That team can play defense. Oh, my God. And defense. they are. Oof. They could be a top-four team. They could be a top-four team. I mean, they're not, I guess, talked about that much, but they only got one loss. One you know, let me ask and how you about this. Brian Kelly, coach of the year. Who's on Notre Dame that we even know? I don't know. I don't know how he does it. Ten and one. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of him, but they do but win a lot. Got to no, give right. him credit. This is his best. I know, folks. I follow all of it. This is his best coaching job 
he's ever done. This team has no business being 10 to 1. I don't care what the schedule was. Yeah. Now, Cincinnati beat them. Cincinnati beat them, yep. So they, that, that, and, and that's a big win for Cincinnati. I don't care what anybody says. Um, let's talk Oklahoma, OK State, real Ooh. quick then, because you, you know, mm. you, you brought it up. I mean, this yep. is, here's another one of the lopsided ones. The Sooners have just flat out dominated yeah. this rivalry. OK State, um, while they have played very well as of late, they have not done well no. in this series. All right. They've lost 16 to 18. Yeah. Their defense, like you said, though, is totally legit. This is also going to be the first time all year that the Oklahoma Sooners are an underdog. OK State is at home laying four. Can that defense ride them to a victory and cover that number this can weekend? You, in the can I give game? a compliment to Tim Brando? Tim Brando, hell of an announcer with Spencer Tillman. He did a preview on Twitter. And he said the Oklahoma State team is for real, but look out. I mean, uh, you know, they're going to play this team. I think they played TCU last week. I forget who they played. Um, but I bet Oklahoma State on Tim Brand, okay, on his rec- – not recommendation, but he made awaken me to Oklahoma State. Yeah. Yet, I always open my big mouth somewhere along the line. You know that, Carmen. <laughs> always cause problems for myself. It's been – I'm famous for it. After I glowingly say Oklahoma State, I look – and I looked down at the sheet. I was a couple maybe points short of making Oklahoma one of my picks. Oh, I, yeah. I would lean Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, it's because uh, After they, the glowing report. And, and how many times you see this happen? I know, because they've dominated this rivalry. Maybe this is finally the year for Gundy yeah, and I company. Yeah, stay away o- from this. OK State has covered in nine straight games. Well, that's, nine now, straight. Now, there we go. Pretty impressive. So. But. How many of those have they been? Aren't they the favorite here? They are the favorite. And they've Minus been a favorite. Four. They have been a favorite in considerable number I'm sure of those. They have. But yeah, I'm sure nine they straight have. they've covered. All right, when we come back, Jim Miller's got ponies. Jimmy! And then we're going to give you best plays for the weekend, everybody. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6, with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. On this Friday night on the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap, alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Let's get some ponies for the weekend. And speaking of our uh, great record, and oh. Mike and I have, uh, look, we had another winning weekend last yep. weekend. Uh, Jim Miller has just been incredible. Jimmy! I don't want 2021 to end. I mean, this guy he can't lose. No. Uh, I know I'm putting the pressure on him. I don't but care if it's turf, dirt. I don't care if they're <laughs> running on the rail. I don't care. He's the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, where they're racing all holiday weekend. What's up, Jimmy? Gentlemen, this is why we do it. We want to guide people in the this right direction. We want to make everybody money. That's the goal. So, yeah, it was nice to have a really good weekend last week. It's been a good meet. And, you know, like we said before, when you get the focus on the home track, it does make things a little bit easier. And that's been one of the things that's really been profitable for us this fall. Cold is setting in a little bit, but I know you guys all you tell us every week you're going to hold on as long as you can and keep that turf going. Um, we still got some time on the turf, Jimmy, including this weekend. Yeah, we still got time on the turf. You know what? As long as the horses want to run on the turf and it's not frozen and it's not covered in snow, we're going to keep going. And looking forward, you know what? It looks pretty nice next week. So let's go into December on the grass. No one in the Midwest is running on the turf course right now. So what that means, 
is there's a lot of horses in the Midwest looking for turf races. So we're seeing horses come here from Kentucky, seeing horses that have been racing on the grass in Minnesota during the summer or in Indiana during the summer. They're coming here to Hawthorne, and it does. It makes for bigger fields, and it makes for really good racing. Spread. Did you have a nice spread for the for the drivers, for the horses? Do they eat cranberries mixed with the oats? Do you do you have something going on with the sports book? A buffet going? What was going on on? Or was everybody up? Was everybody off? Was it shut down, Jimmy? What happened? Well, I'll tell you, the sports book was hopping for sure because you oh, did yeah. have NFL action taking place. So that's one thing. And there was horse racing action. A lot of tracks do race on Thanksgiving, and that's mm-hmm. the thing about the horses. They they need to be cared for 365 days a year. They don't know it's a holiday or anything. So they were cared for. The track kitchen was open. Did have a nice spread for those that stay here on the back stretch at Hawthorne. So that was really nice to kind of have that set up, celebrate the holiday a little bit. And, hey, we're right back at it this weekend. This is a big weekend. We have a handicapping contest at all of our club Hawthorne OTBs this weekend. Ten qualifying spots for the national finals in Vegas next year. So it is. It's a really busy weekend of racing. All right. What do we like for uh, the weekend, Jimmy? Hey, man, we're staying right here at home again. Let's yes. see if we can go 3-0 and again. We're going to go all of these horses across the board on Saturday. Race number five, bet the five-horse chopper. This is the lone speed in the race, should wire the field. Then in race seven, bet the five, Maxi Moon, a horse that ran really big, a 10-1 to in its last out and is at the same level again. And then in race eight, bet the two, draw the line across the board, a horse that sits just off the pace and rallies late. All right, bet all these horses to win, place, and show, folks. The fifth race at Hawthorne tomorrow. Uh, we're going to go horse number five, the seventh race. Again, the five horse across the board, and then race eight, the two horse. Right, Jimmy? That's right. Let's go 3-0 and o again, boys. Sounds great, my man. We will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. You got it. Good luck. Jimmy! 3-0 and o last weekend. That's yeah. our guy, Jim Miller, at Hawthorne Jim. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. By the way, folks, check out the Dean Martin. Yeah, uh, yeah I saw you said it was great, huh? Unbelievable. TCM, you get a chance, guy. You know, download it, do what you got to do, see who you got to see, and uh, uh, check that one out. And uh, it was just fantastic. There's a one that uh, uh, the Beatles one is coming out. Yeah, that, one, out. that one's out on uh, Disney Plus. That's right. On yep. Disney Plus of all places. So that should be uh, pretty good, too. So looking for it. By the way, Carb. You know what I noticed the other day? Elvis never made a Thanksgiving Day album. No? Nobody made a Thanksgiving album, have they? You know how they have a Christmas album? Christmas album, yeah. Yeah, they don't have a Thanksgiving album. Interesting. You know, you know Elvis singing about mashed potatoes. Right, turkey. yeah, exactly. Happy, happy <laughs> I would have liked that. Baby. He probably could have. I mean, that would have been good for Elvis oh, to do Oh, the mashed potatoes and turkey, too. <laughs> oh, God, are you kidding That's me? That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Well, I love Elvis. I mean, you know, one of those guys, but uh, the weight got away from him at the end. Yes, it bit. sure did. Just a little bit. All right, Mikey, what do we like for best oh, plays for the weekend, pal? Why, well, Ash, everybody knows that listens to Carmen and Yurko. That's right, and it's about time I made the cut. <laughs> I wear purple. Go, Joe. I jog without a shirt. And uh, all I got to say is that uh, LSU against Texas A&M, yes. yeah, I like take the points and Love take it. me uh, and my $17 million buyout. So I got, <laughs> I got LSU. I wanted to let everybody know that at plus six and a half, probably seven against Texas A&M at home so far. Karen? Like it. All right. I am going to give you uh, my first play. I'll give you in the NFL. 
I'm going to play uh, the Steelers as the uh, road dog nice. in a big division matchup against the Bengals. Uh, I'm, I'm a lot of this is the trend, and a lot of it is uh, the defense getting a little bit healthier. Um, and it looks like T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick and Hayden are all going to be back, and I think it makes a difference. Look, Pittsburgh in this spot historically under Tomlin, just outstanding. 19-9-1 against the number when getting anything more than a field goal under Tomlin. That percentage improves to an incredibly gaudy 6-1 against the spread in such scenarios against division opponents. Homer Road doesn't matter. So getting four, four and a half, if you can still find a four and a half out there, probably going to be four. Might even settle closer to a field goal, but I got it at four right now. I'll take the Steelers on the road at the Bengals. This I weekend. love that pick. I came close Beautiful. on that pick too, but I tell you, pick that beat it out. I don't know. I mean, I died Cleveland. Now you want to talk about Jekyll and Hyde. Oh my God. You're I don't right. feed, I don't feed the beast. The beast feeds me. That's what I get paid to do. I, 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 if I depended on me, I'd, I would be in trouble. Yet I see that with three and a half or four points, I'm giving Cleveland by the system to either upset or win this uh, game with the points. So, uh, I mean, I just looked at that. I, I mean, I have a lot of respect for, for, the, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens, but something ain't right. And, by the way, uh, Lamar Jackson's been ill. Yeah, I mean, I don't weird. know what the deal is. But uh, they have the doctors, from what I understand, uh, checking him out almost daily. Weird. He's got uh, congestion problems and stuff like that, and it's not. And, and yet he's passing. He passed not the latest COVID, COVID test. Yeah, so, I know. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns here, uh, getting to three and a half or whatever you get. Yeah, about three and, uh, and a half right now. Yeah, three yeah. and a half. Very good. All right, I'll give you one more too. We talked about it a little bit. I'm going to go to the Iron Bowl, and uh, I'm on the wrong side of where the money's coming right now, but I'm going to back Auburn anyway. I don't Look, at Auburn, this game lost a lot of its luster because Auburn's on this three-game losing streak, but I'll reiterate the home team in the series has won each of the last four, covered each of the last four. I know Bo Nix is out, but Tank Bigsby and that running game I think can do just enough to maybe stay on the field a little bit, control the clock a little. They're at home. It's a big rivalry game. Um, I'll take Auburn getting the 20, 20 and a half against Alabama this weekend. I just think in these big rivalry games, especially when all that's left for the Tigers is to try their very best to play spoiler in a huge rivalry game. I think they'll keep it a little bit closer than the numbers. Yeah. And Bo Nix has been, a, I don't care what anybody says, a disappointment. He's yeah, kind of. You're right. He's been a huge, I mean, from what the, the, he was heralded coming in, I You're was right. excited for the guy. It just hasn't worked out. Yep. Um you know what, folks? That's you know. I was gonna lean. You know, take a look at USC against BYU, getting seven at home, coming up. I'm not taking it. Uh, I may bet it myself. You could fade me if you want on that one. The little USC plus the seven yeah. potentially. Okay, yeah. a little bit of a lean. I mean, beautiful. My you know what? By the way, you got leftovers. Yeah, we got a, we've got some. Yeah, have some. I'm gonna have some tonight. Oh. How about you? Oh yeah, baby. Got the dressing. Got everything going. You know what? I, if I had a white jumpsuit suit by the end of this weekend, I may be Elvis. I love it. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm. Can't saying. you gotta love Thanksgiving? Absolutely. Ha- enjoy- so, no gifts or anything. Come over and enjoy family. That's right. Enjoy uh, all the games, Mikey. Enjoy the weekend. We thank uh, Randy Merkin yep. and Tyler Aki and Sean Davis as always, and thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. And uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend, folks. And there's a lot of great football. So Mike and I will be back with you again next Friday. And until then, we bid you a a fond farewell. Thanks, Mike. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.